Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We've got uh, our good friend uh, Ryan over in the producer's booth today. There, he found my name. Now he found my name. What kind of a show are we going to have today, Lou? Today is our 51st show, and we're going to have a really big show today. Oh, yeah, and that's our good friend, the host of Rodriguez Rants, Louie Rodriguez. Woohoo! Thanks for joining us, Lou. Thank you for having me. 51 episodes. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? We had episode 50 last week, and, and it was a blast. So we're, we got to just keep moving it up, right? We've got to keep getting that better. And um, but before I get to the, the man who's bringing the message, because you've seen him many times before, so I know you're already excited about him. If, you can see, if you're watching on video anyway, if you're listening on audio, you'll just have to hear it here in a minute. Um, you should be watching us on Rumble or, or YouTube anyway, so uh, up in our numbers there. But across from the host of Rodriguez, Rance Louis Rodriguez, is our special guest and longtime friend, Neil Covington. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Congratulations on the 51 episodes. It's a good feat. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a long road. It's been a long road. So it's in, we've, you know, we've uh, made a lot of changes since that first episode, uh, haven't we, Dad? Dad was here for the first episode. Yep. I, I ruined it for the audio <laughs> listeners now. Uh, <laughs> they know who the fourth guy bom, is bom, now. Bom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was for that very first uh, few episodes. It, it was because Louis was out sick at the time. It was me, my dad, and Alan, and uh, Sterling over on the uh, producer's desk. And it was it was bare bones in here. I mean, we didn't have the the soundproofing or anything like that. So um, yeah, lots of leaps and bounds. Gotta start somewhere. I mean, <laughs> um, and then as you've heard, I talked about the man, the myth, the legend, my father, Gary Moore. Hello, hello, hello. Good Host to be on. Host of More on the More. Absolutely. <laughs> so you got to make sure that, you know, if you, since you, I know that you're already subscribed to this channel, right? Or, or liking it or following or sharing it. Hit the notification bell so you know that when our new episodes are coming out, like you'll, you'll see it, you know, first thing. So I know you're just rushing to your phone or your whatever device uh, to, to catch the newest episodes, um, you know, and you can sit the family around at the show. So, you know, you can gather the kids and um, yeah. I'll hang out. Absolutely. So yeah, make sure that it's Revolver Broadcasting is who you, if you're on if you're on YouTube or, or Rumble, um, make sure that you're following us. Like I said, and and, and or, or subscribe to us. And uh, we're also on True Social, Instagram, uh, anywhere you download download your audio podcast as well for Faith, Family, and Politics. So uh, and we have more shows coming. Um, even there was even discussions tonight of, of another show we might be adding. So um, take a look, keep a lookout for that. Without further ado, uh, Dad, I, I know that you've got a great title for us tonight. Yes. Well, let's get into a word of prayer, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss our topic tonight, all righty? All right. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you praise, going on, our first for our salvation, Lord. We thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord, when you sent your Son to die upon that cross, Lord. That is the ultimate sacrifice for each and every one of us. There are many of those that have not taken the time to understand your word but have only listened to what others have spoken to them. If they would open their ears and their hearts, they would learn the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And that truth is Jesus Christ, the one who died upon the cross and rose again that third day, Lord. We just ask that you be with us as we run through the show tonight, Lord. Let there be no tef- technical difficulties. <laughs> Let us all be able to uh, to speak with clarity and and we just have a great time, Lord. We just ask all of this in Jesus' blessed holy name. Amen. Amen. All righty. Our title for tonight, a song or a prayer song 
of praise and remembrance. You like that beautiful graphic I made that that's, last that's night? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. It's the, from, best. the best. The <laughs> best. It is from the book of Habakkuk. All right. And um, We're good, Ryan. Thank you. Very good. Good job over there at the producer's desk. Um, sound guy's doing a wonderful job. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it is tough he's, to get that stuff done. He's champing at the bit to hit some of the the, the noise buttons. I know. Yeah, he's, I know. I know. It's a young Mr. Cameron Reed over there, and in, in absolutely in our, our sound today. So, well, you know the the way this is set up, being a prayer song, um, it is set up for those that are playing string instruments. Ah, so I'm for, familiar with that. For those that like the bass guitar, maybe they like a good cello. The cello brothers are pretty good. Um, they play cellos. And, no, uh, no acoustic guitar players. No, well, he's no few acoustic guitar players also. <laughs> <laughs> I felt left out. <laughs> hey, I didn't stay electric. I just I had to sit the bass. I started out where the boom 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 boom. You know, had to had to get those tones in there. But uh, yes, this is all on the basis that in the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, the prophet, is given insight from God on some issues because he he went to God and he says, hey, listen, your people are all messed up. They're doing wrong. They're treating each other wrong. They're stealing from each other. They're backbiting with each other. They just ain't acting like your children. Sounds familiar. It just sounds real familiar. <laughs> you know, from the summer White House to the outhouse. <clears throat> Excuse me, summer of 2020. Summer, yeah, <clears throat> summer of 2020, absolutely. 21, 22, <sighs> 23. We're just getting into 23. Um, so, yeah, he's like, Lord, fix them. And that's not how God works. God doesn't come in and, you know, alakazam, alakazoo, and you're fixed. It doesn't work that way. No, um, not. When you get out of the will of God... He will come find you where you're at. And when he gets there, he is going to gently prod you in such a fashion. It is done with love, but there's times a good whooping just has to take place. Some of us, you know, Louie and I can both agree we're old enough that we could say every now and then you just needed something upside your head or at least across your backside to kind of get you to thinking in a smart and educated way. But he has a good conversation with God. And God lets him know that there's going to be some people that's going to come up against Israel. And I've raised them up. I've got them groomed, ready to go. And Habakkuk's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, no, 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 not them. Those people are so evil that it wouldn't be like you punishing us. It would be them punishing us. But God says, I'm going to use them. And you're just going to have to trust me on this. And then getting into chapter 2, Habakkuk, right there at the beginning of the chapter of chapter 2, he says, I'm going to go up in my watchtower. I'm going to go up upon my watch during my time, and I'm going to wait and watch on the Lord to see and listen to what's going on. And that's what we so often do. Um, God gave us his book to learn from. So we get to hear from God through his word. And when we do that, we get wisdom, but then we have to do something that no one likes to do, and it's a little word called patience. Hmm. Yeah, we're a microwave people. Beep. It's not fast enough. Not fast enough. Not fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, put a cup of coffee in there. Oh, too hot, too hot, too long. <laughs> Needed. Well, next time I'll try 20 seconds. <laughs> too cold. I need something to 22. Not quite there. Get the Goldilocks effect. 25. <laughs> 25 perfect cup of coffee. Now, now everyone out there on Rumble and YouTube, they'll be like, Let's try 25 seconds. And it's like, mm. no, he's got that wrong. It's like, I'm not saying it's right. I'm yeah, just well, using. you're not a coffee drinker either, so that's probably where it's out of the realm for you. I drink coffee when I go camping. Um, <laughs> when you're around a fire, a cup of coffee sounds really good. But God lets him know. It's like, hey, listen, Abraham was given a promise, and I made a covenant with him. He says, so the nation that's going to come from Abraham will be blessed, and nations that bless them will be blessed. Those nations that curse the nation of Israel shall be cursed. So because the Chaldeans or the Babylonians came into the land or were going to be coming into the land, and uh, um, that because of their sin, there would be judgment come because they're passing judgment, God's judgment. Those Chaldeans, there was a rowdy bunch. Yeah, yeah. very seriously yeah. rowdy bunch. Um, but we get to we get to the end. But he identifies there that I'm going to wait and listen to learn. And one of the other beautiful things, and I need to say, I just saw something I need to deal with there. Uh, no need for an 8 p.m. alarm to go off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hardly 30 somewhere, boys. Let's hit the road. Like, no, you can't hit the road till the show's over with. So stay in the saddle and hey, stick with us. You caught it. You prayed for no technical difficulties. <laughs> no so technical there's difficulty. one down. Yes. <laughs> hey, that was one that I saw. I'm sitting here looking at my notes and everything, and uh, which is mainly just Bible scripture. But and I'm, don't go get on me and he's like ain't nothing you said come much out of scripture so don't do that um notes are here word is here and i'm i know i know what i need to know from the word but he proceeds to let habakkuk know and he says listen i know they're bad i know they're it's not what i want it's what i have to do you guys need to see some of the same stuff you're doing from somebody else outside of the family so, in other words, the kid down the street is going to come in the yard. And he's going to kick your butt. Hey. That's, that's just a fact of life. We've got a kid from down the street right here. <laughs> <laughs> Go kick his butt, Neil. Go kick his butt. Um, <laughs> that one would work. That one would work. Yes. That's, we'll deal with those aliens later on in the show. Yeah. But, um, you know, so... In verse 4 of chapter 2, and we get a statement. He makes a statement that is so beautiful. He said, the just shall live by his faith. And so many people will quote that, and they quote it from the New Testament. But we have Habakkuk that makes the statement that the just shall live by faith. You put your faith and your trust in relying on the one that created you then that's when you see your greatest victories. So he's got this notion. He, he's, he's got this verse. So he's trusting in the Lord. He's believing everything that he's saying. He's listening, and God proceeds to let him know. He says, listen, because of all of these sins, they're going to be punished. They're going to be destroyed. So then we get to chapter 3. Harsh. Harshly, <laughs> harshly. Um, trust me, the, the whore of Babylon will have her final destruction 
in the end days. Um, Babylon, the city as it was known then, and the and the region was completely destroyed. But the the dream of Babylon still exists, and it exists in Satan. Um, so that will come to to be an issue later on. And a lot of times we even we even see it now. But um, we finally get to where Habakkuk decides it's time to say a prayer. Yeah, and and I need to make sure God understands so many things, and He goes through here in uh, verse or chapter three, and uh, I'll read through. Well, I'll go ahead and read through the chapter. It is a song, and is written as a song, and um, you'll see why here uh, shortly. But we'll we come off with uh, verse one. It gives us our introduction to the song, a prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet upon Shigenoth. Then the song starts, O Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive thy works in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Timon and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. And his brightness was as the, uh, as the light. And uh, he had horns coming out of his hands and there was the hiding of his power. Before him went the pestilence, and burning coals went forth at, out at his feet. Boy, I tell you what, sometimes between being a redneck and bad vision, trying to read and somewhat sing a song, just, <laughs> he's, someone's out there going, he can't sing for nothing. He just needs to stop trying. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you got that right. We'll start the discussion. <laughs> and uh, he stood and measured the earth. He beheld and drove asunder the nations, and the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills did bow. His ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of Cushan in affliction, and the curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. Was the Lord displeased against the rivers? Was thine anger against the rivers? Was thy wrath against the sea? That thou didst ride upon thine horses and thy chariots of salvation. Thy bow was made quite naked according to the oaths of the tribes, even thy word, Selah. Excuse me there. Are you good? I'll tell you what. We'll have to have a swallow. Getting just a little. Speaking of water, Neil, do you need uh, some water? Maybe in a minute. I'm okay right now. All right. Well, uh, just preemptively, hey, Cam, can I talk you into grabbing uh, Neil a bottle of water? I appreciate it. I appreciate right. it. Thank you. Okay. We're, so. we're a crew around here. We, yeah. we all take care of each other. Yeah. We, we know. Got to look, look out for each other. Yeah. The overflowing of the water passed by. The deep uttered his voice and lifted up his hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their habitation at the light of thine arrows that went, they went. And at the shining of thy glittering spear, in order to really get the best effect, you need some, about three or four guitars just kind of picking away, just, just in tune every so often, kind of changing pitch and changing, just changing the rhythm of the sound in behind me. So th then it sounds really great, even with me speaking, um, singing it. <laughs> Um, thou didst thresh the heathen in anger. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people. 
even for salvation of thine anointed. Thou wouldest the, woundest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation unto the neck. Selah. Thou didst strike through with his staves the head of his villages. They came out of as a whirlwind to scatter me. Their rejoicing was as to devour the poor secretly. Thou didst walk through the sea with thine horses, through the deep, through the heap of great waters. When I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the day of trouble when he cometh up unto the people. He will invade them with his troops. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. The labor of the olive tree, olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hind's feet, and he will make me walk upon mine high places to the chief singer on my stringed instruments. So right there, we just were given that notion. Like I said, verse 1 gave you the title of the song, and then just to kind of throw in the confirmation that we are dealing with a song, it identifies there in the last verse that to the uh, chief singer on my stringed instruments. So uh, for the complete rednecks, you've got the banjos and the, and the acoustic guitars. They're just back there. Ding, 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 little familiar. Yes. You know, they're playing in the background and uh, – you know, maybe, maybe your guitar looks a little more Chinese, and it's pong 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 ping, ping dong ding dong. You know, so either way, just you know, kind of pick your pick your stringed instrument and and sing your way through the song. But like I said, we're what we're given here in that um, first couple lines. He goes through and he says, "Lord, oh Lord, I've heard thy speech and was afraid." Now, when God tells you you're getting ready to get a whooping, that that's when you know there's a level of fear in you. It's like, okay, whoa, we <laughs> all right. The anticipation getting up to actually getting whooped almost seems to hurt worse than when you get whooped. But then he goes through in the next line. He's he goes through and he says, Revive thy works in the midst of the years. Oh Lord, Lord, Lord. Remember how much you love us. Remember, <laughs> I'm your child. It sounds like so many times James James pleading with you when we was kids. <laughs> hey, like yes. I'm just be like, hey, go ahead and go ahead and wallop me because I don't want the lecture. Just yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jim, Jim got some of your lectures that you should have got that I couldn't couldn't give. Um, but he poor goes, poor Neil had to be there yes. for him. <laughs> In the midst of the years, Turn make known so. So he's going through all the times that God has let the people know and shown them great victories. Um, he's, he goes through, says, in wrath, remember mercy. God's mercies are new every day. Lamentations uh, chapter 3 um, identifies that great book of the Bible. If you're struggling with anything and you just feel defeated, 
read through the book of Lamentations. But on top of that, find your encouragement in the Psalms also. Um, there is a season of suffering and there is a season of growing. And that's um, you'll find that in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Yeah. So, but the other thing that we get to see here is three times we see the word Selah. Now, Shignoth and Selah are both um, statements of praise. Um, Shignoth is kind of passionate and energetic, so it's it's kind of there's spots that are fast and then there's spots that are slow. So there's you know so you might have a upper temp up tempo you know up tempo and then you might have you know it almost a tempo of the um, Adams family. And then you might go to something that's uh, no food. Uh, uh, oh, good golly! Regular four-four yeah, timing for four, the musicians out there. Yeah. Yes, you know, so so different timings. So you know, yeah. one, two, three, one, two, three. It may be one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Um, so you know, there's a, a tempo and a rhythm, and um, so there might be points that in the song they're kind of low pointment statements, and then. There's statements of, of glory, so you bring those up. And so that's that's kind of how this is getting played. So he references here, God came from Tim and, and the Holy One out of Mount Paran. And these are the times that Abraham and Moses both came out of the land of Egypt. They both went down, and there's um, they're going to reference the fact to um, pestilence here shortly. But what we see is his glory covers the heavens and the earth is full of his praise. Who created the heavens and the earth? God. God spoke it all into existence. So he's going all the way back and he's saying, God, listen, everything you did offers praise. All your creation offers praise. Now, the one group of people that can't manage to offer praise, all of us in consistency, what race is it? Human race. Don't matter what your skin tone is, we can't all offer praise to God. He gave us life. And I know there are going to be a few people going, no, wait a minute. That was a mom, my dad thing. I'm like, well, you know, hey, listen, God is the creator of the universe. What God did in um, chapter 1, he's, uh, verse 27, it says, let us make man in our image, male and yeah. female. In our likeness, let's make like them and uh, put them, give them dominion. So that is a very beautiful thing that God said, I'm going to, I'm going to do something so special for one avenue, one part of what lives on the earth. That's going to make them so unique to me, not to the monkeys, not to the trees, not to the goats. Not to the <laughs> not, not to the amoebas. <laughs> not to the donkeys or the elephants or um or rhinos or anything else. But um so that's what he done. So we've we've got that. And his brightness was like the light. He um he had horns coming out of his hands. Now when you see the sunrise in the morning, especially if you've got a little bit of cloud in front of it, it almost you feel like at times you can almost see like Spears of sunlight cutting through some of the cloud lines yeah. as it shines through and down. Well, that's what he's saying. God is 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 standing there, 
and his brightness is so bright it is as if the beams of light are coming right at that that they almost appear like horns um moses was allowed to see um the backside of god and when he had come off of mount C- uh, um, sinai he had to cover his face because it was so bright so being in the presence of god um, no one can look on god because of his brightness and his glory excuse me um it shines so brightly when jesus comes there'll be a brightness that the rest of the world won't be able to see but those who know him and that are being called back will see him in his glory and we will be glorified as we are lifted up with him but now he goes on through here where it says um before him went the pestilence and burning coals went forth from his feet now if you'll keep in mind that during the period of time when they were in Egypt, there was plagues that took place. They had the flies, lice, um, and frogs. That's just three of them, but there there were several others. Um, The last one was the angel of death. So we've got fire from heaven. We've got frogs. We've got flies. We've got lice. And um, so we see all these pestilence, things that destroy life that in many cases did not destroy life where the nation of Israel. Now the government just manufactures it, but yeah, now, yes. (laughs) And not just ours, not just ours. I am, I am politically gifted in the essence that there's just a group of people. I'm a, I'm an ultimate conspiracy theorist. Uh, there's a large sector of people that get to decide everyone else's fate. Just wait six months. It'll be true. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But anyway, um, now, it goes through at the first part of verse 6. He says, he stood and measured the earth. He beheld and drove asunder the nations, and the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills did bow. His ways are everlasting. When the nation of Israel came out of Egypt, it started being voiced abroad that they came out of Egypt and what happened to Pharaoh. There was a short way that could have got them into the land, but news traveled from where Pharaoh died and where he was supposed to be up through the short way because anyone coming in and out found out, hey, where's all your slaves? Well, <laughs> we, we let them go because of all of this. It's like, oh, okay, where's Pharaoh? Well, he's, he's at the bottom of the Red Sea right now. Yeah. Oh, so, so they're kind of getting worse. <laughs> he couldn't drink water fast enough. Yes, no, <laughs> no, no, he didn't. His his gods couldn't give him gills, um, so so to say the least. Words getting around, hey, they're coming into the land that God is promising them. So you've got kingdoms that are starting to get a little worried and get a little concerned. And once they get to the Jordan River, and that's going to be another thing um, as we get on down here, it says, "Was thine anger uh, was." Was the Lord displeased against the river? Was was thine anger against the sea? Was thy wrath or uh, why was thine anger against the rivers? Was thy wrath against the sea? There were two bodies of water that the nation of Israel came up against, that God miraculously got them through. Not on muddy ground, on dry ground. Everyone's got a theory on the Red Sea. Yeah. I've seen the videos and I've seen the pictures of the overturned chariots. They're not on the banks. They're under plenty of water. 
So it wasn't the narrow portion of the Red Sea or it wasn't, no, dry ground. They walked through on dry ground. So he split the Red Sea and used them accordingly, uh, used that accordingly. And then once again, when Joshua came up to the Jordan River, the priests and the um, ark, once their feet um, stepped into the water, the water was divided so they could enter and cross the Jordan River. So we see this point here. And um, it also references um, and thy chariots and the horses, keeping in mind what ended up at the bottom of the Red Sea, horses, chariots. So we come up to our second Selah. Selah, in, in, its, in its essence, means stop and just meditate on what you've read. And what he's doing here, he is identifying things that God has done in his past. And there's all of us have something that God has done for us in the past that are situations that we should not have walked away from. And then I could, I'll state one now was out um, riding snowmobiles with my dad and my brother and one of my dad's buddies that he worked with at Chrysler. Um, we decided we'd go racing. Well, man, we're zipping across this field. I'm wide open. I'm kind of looking back. I've lost my dad's light and I'm like, I need to come off the gas, but he's probably right behind me. And I just can't see him. So I'm sitting here. I'm kind of looking back. I'm not paying attention to what's in front of me. So I go through a fence line. One of the tracks grabs a hold of a true route that was up, threw me off of the snowmobile over the top. You see, Neil, a tree rut. Tree rut. <laughs> is a tree root. Yes. That's yeah. um, <laughs> southern talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I go over the handlebars and I am folded backwards. So my head and my legs and my arms hit on the back side of the tree all on my lumbar. My lumbar's on this side. Dad's buddy's yelling. It's like, Gary, Gary, Gary. And he's thinking, I'm dead. In all actuality, I think everyone thought I should have been dead. And, um, but that's one of those instances where God kept me alive for something. Why? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, pretty, I figured pretty evident now. Yeah, <laughs> I've I figured enough of it out, and uh, he he's still got stuff that he's working through. But nonetheless, that's that's one instance where, you know, I was like, why? It's like, man, in all actuality, that should have been it, and it wasn't. Um, I do get to uh, do have severe back pain, but I still have a God that loves me, and kept me around. But what we'll see through here as we go through these points that have Selah is we're talking about remembering times God done something that was amazing. And when if we think on those things in our lives and the things that that was done then, um, as we go forward, when we look through Scripture, we get to see the amazing things that God did. You know, God in Exodus was, was the Lamb the sacrificial lamb. He was yeah. the, the blood that would be shed. Um, in Esther, he was the Kim's, uh, the, uh, um, no, that's Ruth. Ruth, he was the kinsman redeemer. And um, so like God and Jesus have, have appeared in the books in such a way of being something specific and something special. Yeah. And um, I cannot remember the one right off the top of my head 
for Habakkuk. Um, if I can think about it, I may toss it in the comments that way if anyone wants to know it. But there is something special when we take the time to remind God of the things he's done, the things he's brought us through. And what that does also is because there's a little song that's like, count your blessings, name them one by one. Yeah. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. And when we do that and we take time and pray in that fashion, and that's what that's what Habakkuk is doing here, and he's doing it in the essence of a song. And he's not only reminding God, it's like, hey, we're your people. Here's where you brought us from. This is what you've done. You you opened up the Red Sea that we could come across. You made bitter water sweet. You brought water from a rock, a river flowing from it that we may all drink. And we're not talking, you know, a half a dozen people. We're talking about several thousands of people and um, several tens of thousands of people. When you look at it in that fashion. It's like a stadium. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what showed up for the Super Bowl was out in the wilderness getting bitter water that was made sweet. When um, he was manna, what's manna? Manna is a, a little, basically a loaf of bread, a little cake. And that cake, they could get what they needed for a day, but they tried to keep it, it was over. unleavened, right? Unleavened. Yeah. Um, it was basically almost a, like a oil-honey-flavored cake. And, of course, everyone's going, uh, I don't know about the oil. Read the ingredients on a cake. You're getting the oil anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we think that of That stuff it, fell from heaven, right? Yes, like, that's exactly. It's it not like they were heaven. just running so, around putting the ingredients yeah, was, together and making themselves. It was yeah. coming from the sky. Yeah, man, they had, to they had toast for breakfast and quail for dinner. I'm, I'm pretty good with this. Yeah. And, uh, and then when it come to Saturday, he said, don't just, well... The sixth day going into the seventh day, we're not going to quabble over which is um, Saturday would have been their last day of the week. But what you would get on that sixth day, you would get a double portion. Now, see, if you'd done that any of the days before the sixth day, it was going to rot, it was going to stink, yet he couldn't have it. But on the sixth day, you could get a double portion and it would carry over. That's how God, good God is. He's like, when we're sitting around going, man, when a loaf of bread, if it's been around three or four days, yeah, it starts to look a little green. Yeah, God's saying, he's, nah, they don't even, you know, they're in tents. They're in, yeah. they're in you know, basically cloth-covered huts. And they're trying yeah, to keep that doesn't, bread. That doesn't yeah, do well no, for refrigeration. No, no there's you know there <laughs> there is no refrigeration. <laughs> making making it stay in that last of the next day. So God is basically saying, and in the morning I'm making waffles. waffles yes. <laughs> so we we see the things through this song that he he reminds God and reminds himself what the nation of Israel has come through, and that that gives you that opportunity to say, God, I love you because of this 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 in the lives of israel and then those same situations you've done this for me this this and this and when you do that that's when you can get right down there to verse 18 yeah verse 18 yet i will rejoice in the lord whatever comes my way 
I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I may be in a dark place, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a season, but joy comes in the morning. Joy in the God of my salvation. The God that picked me up and loved me when I felt I was unlovable. The Lord God is my strength. We have many days and nights that we have felt so weak and unworthy and unloved. God said, I love you. We felt like we didn't deserve to be loved. And God's saying, I'm going to give you so much joy. What's uh, what's verse 19 continue saying? And he will make my feet like hind's feet, like deer's feet. If you've ever seen a deer out in the field, they can get to prancing around and bouncing. And everyone thinks that's just as cool. And the lady said, oh, it's so cute. How could you kill Bambi? Look at him. <laughs> If Bam, you Bambi's haven't had backstrap, you're going to be understanding why. <laughs> Bambi's so, delicious. Bambi's delicious. I kill plenty of them. And, uh, so, and the, the great. <laughs> and, and to finish it up, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places. I get to live with him in eternity. Where? In heaven. Yeah. I get to live forever with God. I get to live forever with Jesus. That's beautiful. That's exciting. And we got all these people around here. Oh. Uh, yeah, journey, sounded, journey, sounded about journey's, like Journey's in the studio agreeing with him. Yes. Oh. The, 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 the cast dog is here. <laughs> she is in charge. Come on, Journey. She's not feeling the flow. She's like it's slowing here. down. Um, I'll see you for a second. She can. Yes. She can she can join in the cast for a second. Yeah. I don't know if the camera's catching her or not, but she's probably on just around the edge. Yeah, yeah, just a little um, bit. How are we doing on time, gents? I think we're kind of closing in on that first thirty minutes there, aren't we? A little well, bit. Well, you were supposed to pay attention, well, Ryan. Now, Ryan, I don't think we ran over that much. <laughs> pay attention. I don't think we ran over. The, there was uh, well, a lot of reading. Well, there. I know. Well, we had we had a little bit of pre-recording too, so I yeah. think I think we're probably we're probably right about good. Yes. Hey, there's that. Eight minutes. Yeah. So we're probably right yeah, about on time. So. So in the end, that's the exciting thing. That's what Jesus does. He gets things excited, and the next thing you know, you've you've went over eight minutes, and you're like, hmm, I didn't feel like I ran over eight minutes. <laughs> felt like I've still got eight minutes to go. Well, Ryan was supposed to keep an eye on the Cheers timer over there. To us. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. just, uh, I'm telling you right now, there's no replacement for Sterling. I, I I I commend you for being over there in the seats, but Sterling is the perfect producer for a reason. <laughs> but at the same time, even the perfect perfect producer hasn't figured out how to shut me up. <laughs> that's true. Luke. Now, when you said God made us in his image. Yes. Where did the woman come? I mean, he didn't make them in his image. She was made in in the likeness. So in the in the form, in the rough form, what you see, now granted, man came from the dust, mm-hmm. and then Adam got put to sleep. He had to surrender a rib, so out of man came woman. But that, that, is, that is the thing that makes her beautiful. And, and if she would understand her place, and I'm sure there's someone, <laughs> there's someone going to, hey, whoa, 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 where, where is he getting ready to go with put it? In the, where is, <laughs> put, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. <laughs> there, there is so many times that they go on about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Let's put it in perspective. From the dust to the ground. So from what? The earth is made of 
man was gifted the ability of life from all of that. And in his nostrils was breathed the breath of life, making him a living soul. And that, that the woman wants to think that she has a level of superiority. It's not an issue as to who has superiority. God is superior to both of us. And in that form, and it, you say, well, I've seen women and I've seen men, and there's some differences. I've seen some men and I've seen some women, and I'm going, I don't know that there is many differences as we'd <laughs> like to think. Well, I can tell you this. They're complementary <laughs> yes. to each other. Well, I thank God that he made woman not in a, in, in a man shape, you know, because yeah. he could have no, made no. men was... have sex with men yeah, no. like the fish. Yeah, You got fish in the water that make sex, that are male, that make sex with other males and have babies. Thank God he didn't do that. Thank God he made a woman that looks very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's more the likeness of uh, like two eyes, two arms, two legs. That's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of yeah. More. yeah. The, 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 the simplification of it. Yeah. 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 I think so many, so oftentimes we kind of over, we overthink that a bit. And it's just the beauty that a woman don't look like no cow. I don't want to sleep with oh, a cow. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, There's a few out there. Well, <laughs> I that's don't the want to. guys, though. We have, I we have would some. put a bail on her. <laughs> There's, a, there's some of us in, in this country. We have we have some bovine looking fellers and, and ladies. Yes. yes, I'm not saying some of us don't look rough, and I'm sure someone would say I look rough. But um, but in not God's with all eyes, we all look beautiful. Yeah, yes, beautifully and beautiful. wonderfully made. made exactly. Yeah. So you, you got that salt and pepper going on, Dad. So yes, you, you it, get you're working there, that. There's a, there's sure. a whole nother dynamic that I'm falling into. <laughs> and, uh, Very spicy. <laughs> But only my mom is allowed to to think he's handsome. So, <laughs> but leave it in the comments. Yeah. Leave it in. <laughs> Thanks, it's, Neil. It's all in the comments tonight. <laughs> you just got him in trouble. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll get accused of something. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Being here tonight. But yeah, no, that's that's that is the greatest thing. And when we look at it from a family aspect. There are times we kind of forget to tell our kids the things. Uh, we want them to have a better life than us. But every now and then you got to remind them where they came from and where you came from as to why they've got it the way they've got it. You've got a lot of kids out here walking around just thinking, uh, well, um, one group of people are special because of the color of their skin. And the rest of us don't have it. I hate to let everyone know I'm a mutt was a mutt from the time I was born. My nationality doesn't exist with just the color of my skin. Some muddy water there. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that way. I think no. we all, uh, are all equal. Yes. We're all the same. That's exactly. And nobody's yeah. a mutt. Yeah. We're all, well, well, I don't mind. We all well, came from well, one race. Yeah. Um, yeah. The human well, race, yeah. you've got a lot of people out there. Well, well, I'm, I'm an African-American. It's like, okay, well, I look at him and I say, okay, where in Africa are you from? And then that's when I kind of <laughs> get that blank, blank look. And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I have to identify that <laughs> this in, in my bloodline, I could be Scottish, Irish, 
um, English and Spanish, and I have Native American, but I am not sure. I cannot remember which tribe. There's at least one tribe, possibly two. And with that stated, there's a portion of my family history that, uh, you know, 23andMe can't find because it was never documented because someone married an Indian. That stuff wasn't documented. Back then, no. Yeah, so... So well, in all likelihood, it was probably even more tribes because tribes just overtook other tribes, tribes. and and that yeah. happened that happened and all throughout makes, history. Yeah, conquer and keep, and so yeah, you, yeah. you I mean conquer, you had conquer and keep. Yeah, that was so, the, the rule of the world for a very yeah. long time. So, so many people they they stereotype, and it's it's time to get past stereotypes. It's time mm-hmm. to get into a world where it's like we just grasp the the things that we have been victorious with. Yes, life we make mistakes. But if we don't learn from them and we just destroy it and, you know, say, oh, well, that was bad, so we got to just wipe it away from history. No. What the pharaohs have done, it's interesting how the Egyptians built pyramids on the backs of slaves. Um, and that's a whole other story. <laughs> Alleg- but, we have to say allegedly now. Uh, allegedly? Oh, yeah, because okay. they're, yeah. They don't get sued. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> oh, righty. Oh. <laughs> So allegedly, those down, underpaid workers. So, so, so the it could have uh, been aliens. It could have been aliens. Could have been aliens. Okay. <laughs> so that's closer today than it was then, probably. <laughs> no, just look at the pyramids. They were set up for an alien landing, just like this, upside down. I don't know why it was upside down. Why didn't you put it right side up? Well, those ancient ancient astronaut theorists they say yes. They always say yes. I don't. I don't know if you've ever seen that television show, Ancient Aliens. You guys ever seen that before? I've seen an episode too. Yeah. 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 And then they would say, "Well, you know, uh, depending on uh, going on this theory, uh, ancient astronaut theorists say yes." And it's like, of course they say yes because they want you to keep watching the show. <laughs> Tune in next week for why. Yeah. <laughs> or why not? That's the week after. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, your pyramids and and yeah. And so, Egypt, so so we, we we've got all this going on. But from a family's aspect, when we remind our family where we've come from and the work that had to go into it, it should give each member of the family a level of pride. And we don't have, we've got pride, we've got wrong pride. There's good pride and there's bad pride. Pride in who you are as a person, I'm not trying to take that away from anyone. We'll call it confidence as opposed to, yeah. Yeah, confidence. But that confidence and that pride should um, be shown in your character as a man or a woman, two genders, man or a woman. So with that stated, that's where you got to fall. And if we got, if we keep saying, well, we got to, we got to wipe this out because it's not happening. I don't need a month to decide what took place in the United States. I know. I learned. I still learn. Many things took place. Were they all good? No. Were they all bad? No. Did we have something we could learn from? Yeah. Idiocy is continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting it to change. It's not. So it's time for us to start acting like the human race, Remind well, the, our families. Those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. You have, yes. You have, to know, you have to know where you've been in order to know where you're going. That's why I always tell uh, yeah. my, my nieces and nephews when I was growing up, was like, 
I know that you you think history is boring now, but when you get older, you're going to appreciate history class because when you when you know, okay, Journey, just tell us all about it. Um, <laughs> uh, someone must have showed up here at the door or something. Um, but when you know about history and, and, and all the things that's that's happened, um, like talking about Egypt and talking about the Roman Empire and how they how how things yes. were done. Um, you realize that a lot of this stuff keeps repeating itself, mm-hmm. uh, particularly today, actually, um, or you know, in today's society. I've talked about this before, but the Romans had this thing called divide and conquer. You've, you've heard this term before, right? Divide and conquer. And what, what they would actually do is after they conquered, they would conquer a tribe or a, a, a town or, a, or a, you know, a section of, of country, right? And they would take the peoples and they would divide them. And they would have a wall, Um it might, it might have been a big, beautiful wall. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> There but was the, a lot of walls back then. A lot of walls. A lot of walls. They worked. And they worked. Um, <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> but they would they would separate the peoples. They would divide the peoples, and they'd have uh, a certain kind of people. Uh, some of the, it's all, all, all this, they were all the same tribe or whatever, or countrymen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'd have some over here and some over here. And, uh, and the guys on one side, or guys and gals on one side, would all get food, mm-hmm. the rations. And then the other side would get nothing. Now, something they could have done was share those rations, right? But what do you think happened when you had some people got food and some people didn't? An uproar. Got an uproar. Yeah, you got an uproar. And and, and instead of fighting the Romans. Mm-hmm. You're fighting each other. Exactly. <laughs> Makes us weak. Yeah. And that's what you that's what you see. And that's what you see today. That's what you see today. And 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 they're repeating it. Yes. They they don't understand that this is happening over and over again. And when all this infighting and you keep keep telling people, well, you're wrong, well, you're wrong, that's all fine and good if you're being civil about it. But understand that there's that your neighbor is not your enemy. Right. There, there's there's a uh, well, Mark Twain talked about the same, the very same thing where like the red ants and the black ants they get together just fine in the jar until somebody shakes it and then they all go to war. And <laughs> it's not they shouldn't be fighting each other. They should be going uh, and and burning up the fellow that shook the jar. Yeah. Um, and saying, uh, rain falls on everyone's roof. We all got to worry about it. Yeah. So in retrospect, you know what I mean? All righty. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. so talking about, like, well, we can go into hist- uh, history as far as, like, a, a, a family um, portion topic. Um, I know that we've got less time than we normally would because we kind of went on a tangent, and that's okay, I think. Um, but we've, we've got some, we've got – different sets of history sitting at this table. Now, of course, like, you know, with my, my father and I, cause he's raised me, but then we got this, this issue where we got Neil. He, he's been a, a lifelong family friend and, and basically he's, he's the family, mm-hmm. you know? And then we brought, you know, Louie and I became good friends some years ago and <laughs> um, we're family now, you know, like it's just, you know, when, when we go, we go out and about places, I say, Hey, can you tell we're brothers? <laughs> and, and you'll see people, they look, they go, I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. They're trying to be kind. It's like, <laughs> don't they, Lou? That guy's not right in the head. Them brothers. <laughs> don't disrespect Louie like that. <laughs> um, well, I think it's because we're both so handsome is what it is. That's, that's, the, that's the similarity, right? Smile. Yeah. <laughs> cheekbones popping up. <laughs> right. Well, it's because of the good lighting in here now, yeah. <laughs> we got those new lights. <laughs> Great, yeah. beautiful lights. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that 
that it's always interesting to me, like to think about all the things that some of us have experienced together and or separately. And then we're able to come together like this and we can actually talk about some of those stories. Yeah. You know, you know like remembering when you meet someone's dad and then you forget. And then two people that you think are brothers, they tell you a bad joke. And then you find out it is a joke and you're still broken hearted. Oh, <laughs> Neil, is that is that all right if we we yeah, tell a little yeah, bit of that sure. one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, you want to go? You want to tell it, Dad? I think you could because I mean it, it was just as much your story yeah. as it is mine. Well, it here's the thing: we're so close. Neil went to church with us, and this is the one time Neil's memory needed to stick with him, and it wasn't <laughs> with him. Um, he was hanging out with Jim. We decided we were going to have a That's big, my younger brother. big uh, family get-together. Um, some Neil was going to be there, some other family friends. Um, they were all, their, them and their kids were coming. We're going to have a bonfire. Josh is out with Coy. That's the other fellow. Yeah, Coy Hutchison. He's, and good, it, it, he's family, too. Family, <laughs> yes. The story gets brought up. It's like, listen, so you're going to have to ask Coy about his dad. Challenging him to a push-up competition, and lo and behold, you know they're sitting there going on. We've finally got them all there. We're going on. Neil kind of steps up, thinking he's got this figured out, and then it's like, bam! Coy knew absolutely nothing about what Josh and Jim was scheming, <laughs> and went right along with it. Neil brings up about doing push-ups with his dad, and Coy just looks at him straight. Doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't doesn't miss a beat. Says, "I can't believe you. My dad don't have any arms. How could you (laughs) say that to me? Don't talk to me ever again." And he storms off. Well, he turned. He turned around. He he looked at me. I pointed right at it, like looking him in his eyes and said, "Don't don't talk talk to to me at church." church. And <laughs> of all the insults you can Heart have, broken. like, yeah, like I mean, in God's it, house of all places, you yes. still get to talk to people, right? Yes. Like they may not want to talk to you at the grocery store, but you could, you can still get to talk to you them at God's house. You talk to them at church. Yes. Yeah. What about uh. forgiveness? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't feel like there was much forgiveness right then. But you know, if you've ever seen the Simpsons episode where little, uh, oh no, Ralph, Ralph gives, um, a Valentine's card to, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. I choo choose you. <laughs> and, you know, he's got her there. They're at the uh, Krusty the Clown event. This is my girlfriend. I'm not your girlfriend. And Breaks you can, his heart. You know, you can see slow-mo. You can just see the point that his little heart. <laughs> There's an actual, like, noise. It's just, yeah. it would, Coy and I, when we we, do, we used to do it, we go, hey, Neil, uh, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> It was so harsh, but I'm looking at him, I said, I can't believe you've done that. I said, you've never seen it. No. I said, I know you've seen his dad. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, giving him an out. Yeah, it took a while. Him, giving him an out. I'm like, okay, you're going to have to go talk to him. Well, that Coy has already, yeah, Coy has already stepped out. He's around front. Neil's beside himself at this point. I mean, he's. He's doubled down. He's like, I, I, you know. yeah. it was, exact words. It, it was Joe Biden True all story. over again. 
Joe uh, Biden before Joe Biden was Joe Biden. And well, hey, big I guy. I wanted to be president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's still in the running 2024, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Put him on the ballot. Um, yeah, he finally went and Coy come back around or did Neil – did you go uh, out to talk to him, or did he come back around? Uh, I, I, I'm what I remember no, that were, Amber had kind of grabbed the kids to bring them around front to get towards the car. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is getting out of hand now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this joke was funny a minute ago. Now it's really not getting funny anymore. Well, it, it 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 left Neil in tears for a little bit, and then yes. but we we once he finally kind of figured it out and put two and two together which what which did take a while but he did figure it out Does he have we, arms we, no, I'm just <laughs> still to this day <laughs> we, he's doing real good on facebook <laughs> we we schemed on uh, uh we, we we built up into an, another thing that we did that that night where um uh coy's uh brother-in-law dustin um we we actually lifted up the front end of his car and turned it a little bit and uh in the driveway, so that had, would, uh, Dustin on the chair that night too. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we tried. Yeah, there was a there was a chair that Dustin was in, and we we picked him up and was trying to toss him over the fence. But uh, Coy's wife, uh, Dustin's sister, said no, 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 because yeah, <laughs> you're gonna hurt him. We had to put him down. But, don't try this at home. Yeah, <laughs> I don't recommend this. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was good times. Uh, talking about like um, heartache or, or 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 being felt like feel like being betrayed. When I when I was a small kid, now when you're a kid, you don't you don't um you don't read sarcasm. <laughs> oh, if yeah. it's the one I'm thinking of, this is yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> my dad tells this one every chance he gets. That, oh um, my gosh! And this is glorious. <laughs> I think uh, I don't remember. Was I like seven, six? Somewhere I I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. It, it should have been obvious. Uh, it should have been. It really should have been. It should have been, been. But um, you know you. You think of your parents as your 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 north star, you know, like they like whatever they say is gospel, right? And and so um, one night, my parents order pizza, and now that's like a it was like a Friday night treat that we got to do. We got to do pizza on Friday nights, and um, we'd always get, all get excited about getting to do the, the the out to eat and get to get pizza. And yeah. um, I believe uh, that night it was the like job of the hut. I think it was Hut, wasn't it? No one pizza. It was. I no, it was. I think it was. I think it was. No, it was. Yeah. It was Rollinos. Uh, this is a pizza joint that's no longer around, yeah. but uh, or, or at least not on this side of town anyway. Yeah, um, or the east side of town. But um, that's a very localized reference for for yeah. people out there. But yeah. um, there was a pizza joint called Rollinos. But anyway, um, I got so excited because I was like, "Oh boy, pizza!" And I come, I come running out of my bedroom because I I could smell it. I was like, "Oh yeah, pizza!" And uh, my dad didn't miss a beat. He looks up at me as he opens the box. He goes, there ain't none for you. <laughs> and I just. Well, actually, he come around and he says, oh, wow, pizza. Can I have some? I said, no. <laughs> Walked on into the kitchen. And he's just broken hearted. He yeah. run, runs past me. No, to his I, She's like, Gary, why did you do that? I'm like. I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> Signs of a fat kid. <laughs> I was so sad. What? <laughs> that was when my heart went, uh, 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 oh man, crushed me. I, <laughs> that was the day I learned sometimes mom and dad don't say things that yeah. they mean. <laughs> well, my three year she's, she's like, you joking. You joking. She knows I'm lying to her if I say anything. <laughs> you, you kidding, right? You kidding, right? <laughs> no. Oh man. What about you, Lou? Have you ever had any uh, 
uh, stories like that. Well, I guess it's late, and we should get into the politics. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, "I ain't never cried. <laughs> no tears try to roll down my face. I suck them back up inside." <laughs> Only got thirty minutes. <laughs> All right, so our, our, our first story of the night, right, Lou? All right, go. Um, our first story of the night is, is from Fox News Channel. Um, Ohio residents erupt at town hall. They, they want to know where uh, Pete Buttigieg is, or, or Pete uh, Buttigieg, as is, is, uh, Trump refers to him. Yes. What was the <laughs> pronunciation on that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg. Um <laughs> Uh, voicing their concerns at a town hall on Wednesday night, Ohio residents impacted by this month's toxic tr- uh, train derailment asks, where is the transportation sec- uh, secretary? Um, where is Pete Buttigieg? Where is he at? One man asked Mayor Trent uh, Con- uh, Conway, I don't know. Uh, your guess is as good as, uh, as, as it is for me, the mayor replied. He told attendees uh, that Tuesday was the, the first time he had, quote, heard anything from the White House. Um, the Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael uh, Reagan is on the ground in, in East Palestine on Thursday to discuss the agency's efforts uh, leading on the environmental response. A spokesperson for the Transportation Department told Fox News Digital in, in an email, um, quote, Within hours of the derailment, DOT staff were on the ground to support uh, NTSB's uh, investigation into the cause of the derailment, and we continue to support this effort. Uh, the DOT spokesperson added, Secretary Buttigieg has spoken with both uh, Ohio Governor DeWine and Pennsylvania Governor Shapiro uh, about DOT's specific role in supporting the NTSB investigation. When the investigation is finished, Senator Buttigieg, uh, Secretary Buttigieg asked about joining the governors in Palestine to collaborate on the steps to improve rail safety and, ho- and hold Norfolk, uh, Norfolk Southern accountable. Um, the department had previously noted in, the e- in, in that email to the National Transportation Safety Board is the lead investigator in the incident and the transportation department is in, su- in the supporting role. It added that the Federal Ra- uh, Railroad Administration and Pipeline Hazardous Material Safety Administration were on the ground within hours of the derailment. Um, we actually have a, a video uh, showing uh, Buttigieg talking about this issue. Uh, look, rail safety is something that uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha- has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. 1,000 cases a year of the train derailing. Um, you, you can uh, um, offload that there, Ryan. Um, wow, that's like one a day. Ain't that about the good political math thing? No, it's like okay, all right. That's how they add up their our tax dollars, isn't it? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But um, now, so it's almost like that's the excuse, right? Well, because there's a thousand of them uh, a year. Well, then why is this one special? Kind of thing. It was almost like shrugging it off, like uh, because chemicals and destruction of uh, people. Like you're you're talking about death. You're shooting a, for a green new deal, and look what you just polluted the air with. And what's really troubling about about this was that um, this big 
a cloud of smoke goes up into the air and puts all these chemicals into the in, into the air and all, all into these residential homes and these in, into these people's neighborhoods, and the media was quiet for three to four days, weren't they, Lou? Yes, they were. They killed uh, livestock, like chickens, fish, all kinds of like, you know, polluted water. I mean, could be a bad situation in Ohio. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was. There, I mean, they did For some evacuations. Years to come, to say the yeah, least. They did some evacuations, but it's essentially like a midwestern Chernobyl. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, you know, because of all uh, how. Yes, Lou. Don't these people check the tracks to see that they're safe to ride on? Well, um, the thing is, is um, what what what's interesting about this because they talk about so many derailments uh, throughout the year, right? Thousands or the th- up to a thousand. Um, a lot of these derailments here recently have all involved some kind of heavy chemical going into the air, mm-hmm. like right. the one near Detroit. Um, or, um, well, it wasn't a derailment, but there, out there in Arizona, there was, a, a, I think it was a plastics company. If I'm not mistaken, uh, they they chose to blow this one up, didn't they? Because yeah. it was going off rail. And then, so they just randomly decided, let's just blow it up right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's strange, in my opinion. I think that was strange. It's very strange. And so it's almost like it's planned. Yeah, it's like it's a thousand. Uh, there's a thousand derailments a year, but let's blow this one up. Because yeah. It's like we know about this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and why, why are all these most recent ones involving stuff like that, where this, this all this stuff is going into the air and killing people? Um, we talk, um, we've talked about World Economic Forum on the, in the past on this show and, and their plans to depopulate the earth. I think this is just one of many steps that they're taking. Personally, this is obviously conjecture. You know, this is not in any article. This is my opinion, but it's just all too convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lines dot up, line up too easy. What would be the reason for that? The population for the derails. The derailment. Um, they 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 don't actually even. Well, say what the cause was, um, but there were a lot of, you know, like I said, heavy chemicals and things like that. Once once that goes up into the air, I mean, that's... Yeah, it yeah. destroys a lot of people. Yeah. Also, uh, not to mention, you know, here's a theory, you know, it also is a red state, you know, a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. or a red uh, area, you know, I mean, a lot of old farmers and stuff like that in the area. Maybe they're trying to... So I mean, yeah. like I'm not sure how much sway the vote. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how much that falls into the Amish communities. Also, how many of those sectors were who also tend to I vote? Yeah, a little more red <laughs> and, and conservative. You know, their their lifestyle. They've already tried to go through and kind of alienate them on in a couple sectors, um, trying to decide how they can live their lives. Um, I, I think it's time. It, it is surprising to hear that uh, that they blew the canisters up, considering, I mean, we know what is being transported. And if the railroad knows what's being transported, you're telling me anyone across that line doesn't have the chemicals to neutralize what could be, could be leaked out. They want to contain oil leaks out in the ocean. Yeah. But this one here, they were okay. With. Well, yeah. So there's a few families that are affected. What's yeah. it going to bother? Well, they, they like, so no, save the fish, but forget about the conservative families that are in, in yeah. Midwest Ohio, right? It's a wild, uh, it's a wild one, you know. Yeah, a lot of uh, 
there there's a lot and there's just so much that just seems as as Yins have already said, it's off. It just doesn't feel yeah. right. Yeah, it's a little and too convenient. Yeah. It's uh but once again I just kind of feel like it's something else they, they need to go through. Well, here, now we're gonna start talking about this so you guys don't see what we're doing over here. I just yeah. really feel like most most big events are used for that. The stra- distraction, yeah. yeah. Like that's the issue. Like, like we see what's going on. Okay, but why? They don't give. They don't give. They don't explain why. You know, what I mean, like this is why we decided to blow it up. Or yeah. This is why. Well, they want to go through and say, well, we're we've got the, this is an open investigation, so we really don't want to speculate on an open investigation. Yeah, but then they never come back to that story, so we yes. never hear why. Yeah. And then when we start talking about it again six months down the line saying, Hey, why aren't we hearing anything else about this? They, they don't, it never comes back. And where is this, where is this going? Yeah. Like, why transport world war one weapons? You know what I mean? Like it's pretty much <laughs> for real it's weapons used in world war one. Yeah. So I don't see why we're just transporting to cross the States. You know what I mean? Well, it goes back. I mean, for me, it goes back to that, the idea of the depopulation, right? Cause that, the, that, um, that, that theory, I think, it hold it holds it holds water because um the they've even discussed it at the world economic forum they said well well because the population is going up and uh, globally right and they say well there's only so many resources so they say that at some point the resources can't meet up with the de- the the demand of how mu- how much population there is and which um, is a lie which is a is a huge lie because and I'll, and I'll tell you this right now it's it's a, the one of the biggest lies that they'll ever tell you because there's more than enough there's more than enough that's well, the problem. People make the resources usually. It's more yeah. people, more more resources. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <coughs> the the Earth does replenish itself. And 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 they say, well, well, because uh, well, there's just going to be too many people. No, there's areas that we haven't even moved into yet. I mean, look at the Amazon; it's completely untouched. Mm-hmm. There's there's literally thousands and millions of miles of of Earth we have yet to. To, to get into as well, human well, beings. <laughs> no, and that, actually that is incorrect because the Amazon, they have already shown where they're in several areas of the Amazon basin. There was cities, mm-hmm. big More cities. And the Spaniards, when they came in to the land, they brought over the Spanish flu mm-hmm. and killed off several of those people. Yeah. So, I mean, there but was crops, there was farms, there was big cities. Then the earth I mean, retook they had, itself back. They had, a li- <laughs> they had a little New York going on down there. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget it's about it. Cities, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, the earth will come back. Right now, we've got a mindset that is so stupid and backwards. We're, we're killing things all in the name of future humanity. We're, we've got arborists out there, which are, are, we'll just call them the tree huggers. Nothing wrong with trees. Love trees. But a, um, a field of grass, native grass, can do just as much as trees. And a lot of the trees that are getting planted, um, nothing wrong with a birch tree. Birch trees just, this white birch is just as awesome as could be but you will not see a birch tree the way they were back in the day. They don't get to grow. We have wildfires that take place. There are trees that require fire for growth. 
and we are not taking care of that stuff. We're not taking care of the world the way it needs to be taken care of. So, um, so we're like way off topic now. Well, but you know, like I said, the Earth has been here for a very long time. Yes, and um, we know from reading the Bible that it's going to go out and and, and flames. But um, it would it would be really egotistical of us to think that we're going to have any effect on the Earth itself. It's, if it's already been here this long, mm-hmm. it, it, Carlin said it. It'll shake us off like a bad case of the fleas. Yeah, yeah, you know. And that's we're, just just like that. We have that, that we don't Greta have girl. Nothing that will fix um, itself. Greta is, likes to go through and complain about the environment and the Western world. But a reporter literally asked, says, why aren't you saying anything about Russia, China, or Arab nations and their polluting? And It doesn't just, serve her monetization. <laughs> it, 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 she chuckled it off. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're just a double standard little brat. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Ready. So continue. <laughs> well, talking about distractions. So like, um, you know, because inst- instead of the news talking about all these innocent families dealing with this in Ohio, of course, um, and, and other places, um, the, the government and, and, and the news decided to focus in on these balloons that were, were hovering over um, the United States. One uh, those Chinese spy balloons. Uh, the first one that came through actually made it all the way across the continent of the U.S., um, got shot down on the on the East Coast. Um, then a, a second one came in, and uh, it was around Alaska. But anyway, uh, three three more recently came through, and uh, from from the Daily Wire, Biden claims that the three most recent uh, downed aerial objects not linked to Chinese spy program. Uh, not that he would know one way or the other. President Joe Biden said Thursday that uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, to be honest, said that, uh, Thursday that there is no evidence um, that the three object uh, aerial objects downed last week. We're linked to um, Communist China's spy program. Biden's remarks came after the administrator uh, shot um, the administration shot down three unidentified objects in the in the last week, including one over Lake Huron uh, on Sunday, uh, one over Canada on Saturday, and one over Alaska on Friday. We don't yet know what these object uh, three objects were, but nothing right now suggests that we were uh, that they were related to Chinese spy balloon program. Or that surveillance vehicles from any other uh, they were surveillance vehicles from any other country. Uh, Biden claimed during a White House uh, press conference. Biden claimed that the administration would develop uh, sharper rules for tracking uh, objects that enter the U.S. airspace and determining potential actions to take against those objects. After he allowed a Chinese spy balloon to fly over the U.S. a couple of weeks ago, before finally shooting it down. Off the, keys, uh, off the coast of South Carolina. I can't read today. I'm having a Biden moment. Um, <laughs> Biden said that he wanted to uh, wanted the new, the new rules to be able to distinguish between those that are likely to pose uh, safety and um, security risks that necessitate action and those that do not. Um, he said, I expect to, to be speaking with President Xi, uh, and I hope we can uh, get to the bottom of this. Biden claimed, but I make no apologies for taking down that balloon. Um, now, as it turns out, one of these balloons um, may be, <laughs> um, or objects, maybe um, it was a it was a hobbyist group that actually sent a weather balloon uh, up up in, into the, mm-hmm. our airspace. Yeah, for and, weather. Yeah, 
And um, so we may have actually had sent military missiles after, or a military missile after uh, a hobbyist balloon that maybe costed them 40 bucks. Okay. <laughs> I venture to say it cost more than 40 bucks, but yeah. Why would China send balloons this way to check our weather to see how weather is with spy balloons? Yeah, wouldn't they just ask us? We've got the best weather equipment there is. Well, why right? they want to know about our weather? Are they planning to do something? No, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Also, though, I mean, I watched a couple of things myself, and I mean, the current does float west. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that could always be a thing too. You know, what I mean, like, I don't know. If, I mean, obviously, technology now they can control whatever. Well, but they found um, mechanical stuff in that balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, I they were controlling anything. it. That's the problem. We ain't heard much from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because it's still ongoing, right? Like yeah. we talked yeah. about before. <laughs> yeah, like, it takes a month on. to find the crash that, you know. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they also was blaming Trump. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they blame me for everything, I tell you. Um, no, it is <laughs> that first one. I don't know why it cleared California. It should have never made it to Nevada. Biden. Never should have made it to Nevada. Well, it, ne- it never should have made it through. Shouldn't have made oh, it past shouldn't Hawaii. Have it but, it you shouldn't know. have made it through Alaska. They had a lot yeah. of chances yeah. well, to they, knock it down. They knew about Alaska. it. Yeah. yeah, they knew about it ahead of time. They knew it was its trajectory and everything, and they still chose to let it go all the way across well, Alaska, across the across Canada, mm-hmm. and all the way across the continental U.S. I mean, and it hovered over our military installations. Um, the idea being that they're they're going to perpetuate this because what, what, why they don't want to say what these things were and say oh they're not Chinese is because they want to they're going to this is this is my prediction they're going to start saying that's from outer space right because yeah. yeah. they want you to huddle back into your house because 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 people are not scared of COVID anymore they stop even even like some of the most lefty left left people that I know they're like ah. I, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to comply. I'm going to go and I'm going to live my life. And this is the new thing. This is the. This is my prediction. This is the new thing. They're going to say that it's aliens from outer space, and we need to um, make one world government so that we can we can all work together to fight this um, this uh, uh, otherworldly enemy. <laughs> the scary thing is they have the technology to uh, like the Project Blue Beam and all that stuff to like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for to broadcast it like visually yeah. everywhere? You know what I mean? You said you said exactly <laughs> where I was going to go with it. There's a, there's have you heard of Project Blue Beam, Louis? Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who don't know, and, and and you can do your own research because I mean you don't don't it's just mad, like yeah, I feel like Lamar Burton. Um, you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but Project Blue Beam, uh, uh, for those who don't know, and 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 and. Uh, the, those are declassified documents. Uh, there was an investigation. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but um, um, uh, when he when he released his report, he um, he conveniently had to go to jail and then uh, died. Mm-hmm. Um, put that in air quotes. Um, like the guy with the island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've we've touched on that a few times, um, but. As as convenient as that is, and just like with the with the derailments and stuff, that the Project Blue Beam was was made to project images into the sky uh, to make it look like events were happening that aren't happening. Like uh, I think they were um, one of the uses was going to be to project an image of God over Iraq uh, to stop them from um, 
using the weapons of mass destruction that they didn't have. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, already now they got like dragons flying over stadiums and stuff. You know what I mean? So you know, imagine what the military has. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. fans. You know, or that's just like a that's yeah, that's stadium, that's you know? publicly available type yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So whatever whatever is publicly available, you know that the military somewhere. Has, yeah, has got it, you know, several years into the future, 20 to 30 years ahead of it. So, and, and they had this technology. We're talking, I think this was the 60s when they originally started talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this goes back. So if they had this kind of technology back then, imagine what it is now. Yeah. It, it would look like total science fiction to us or aliens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see anything on the news or the television or you have, you know, Don Lemon telling you it's aliens and, the, you know. <laughs> if, <laughs> if aliens can fly across the galaxy, you think they're going to get hit by a missile. You know what I mean? To be yeah. honest, they're like, <laughs> yeah. fly right out of there. I mean, come on. Haven't you seen Independence Day? You got to you gotta send that. Yeah. You got to send a missile back yeah. to Yeah. You got to go into the mothership, right? Yes. You got to go into the mothership and send up a signal and upload and then send the, send the missile the, up through the Uranus. As many, <laughs> as many flying saucers that we have seen lately, especially in Indianapolis, I heard a lot of people saw flying saucers. Yeah. How come the military haven't shot them down yet? You but, know? Um, well, and... Um, if you, if people who live in Michigan, they would have seen a, a string of lights uh, out that way, and um, those were not actually part of the Project Blue Beam thing. Um, those were actually the um, uh, uh, satellites from uh, uh, Elon Musk. Oh, okay, Elon Musk. It's a Starlink. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, you'd also look that up as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's coming, folks. That's my yeah. prediction. You're gonna see. You're gonna. They're gonna say aliens, and then. Uh, you know, after they got you huddled back into your houses and running scared and, and off the streets and they start taking us out one by one, um, they'll say, oh, well, you know, there was actually never any aliens and we're good. Mm-hmm. And, and people will go back to their lives again, uh, but there'll be less of us. Blame it on some enemy we have. Yeah. Oh, it was Russia, right? It's always Russia. One day they're going to see a flying saucer flying around and they're going to knock it down, shoot it down, and they're going to and they're going to read on it, Eli Musk. <laughs> in the USA. <laughs> sure. it's coming, I mean. And then he uses IT to make his voice sound like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he hates right now him and Joe Biden are fighting a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. If the first thing that an alien encountered was Joe Biden, they'd probably be like, uh, we, there's no intelligent leaders here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, boys. We can take these guys easy. This it, guy's an idiot. If this is what they got, oh, we're going to take over this city, oh, yeah, yeah. this world, easy. <laughs> uh, so going into our, our, our last article of the night, um, coming from Red State, I believe that we're we're well into OT, right? No. No, we're good? All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, re- coming from Red State, uh, the reporter says it's her job to make Ron DeSantis uncomfortable. Things don't go as planned. We've got a video for this as well. Florida's new guidelines on books. I'm wondering, is this what you're Actually, you know, that video, that was a fake narrative. That was not true. And our press guys were, is Brian back there? He can get you the details on that. Uh, this is trying to create some narrative as if that. They hadn't even put the books out yet to begin with. So there's no need 
for all of that stuff. What they're trying to do is they're trying to act like somehow, you know, we don't want books. The, in some of the narratives that you hear, you hear people talk about felony charges. Understand, nothing that we've done since I've been governor has done anything. That, now, there is longstanding Florida law that prohibits an adult from giving uh, a school child pornography. But don't we think that that's inappropriate to do? But that's been the law for a long time. So when they hear you, when, you, when they start chirping about that, understand they're talking about longstanding Florida law that's trying to protect young children. So I think they're trying to do things to, to virtue signal. I think it's all politically motivated. But what the Department of Education, I've asked them, I said, talk to these school districts. Tell, are there books that, that, that are problematic? You, are you really removing? And make them justify what they're doing. Because I can tell you, with our curriculum transparency, parents are concerned if you have in sixth grade the ability to access a book that has pornographic acts depicted. And you have seen that across the country. Go read books like Gender Queer and see what's in there. Uh, it's inappropriate. So we've armed parents the ability to, to object to that and to make sure that they're having education and, and not indoctrination. But anytime you hear about something that seems so outlandish, just understand uh, they're manufacturing that uh, to try to create uh, a narrative. Well said. Yeah. He, he, a lot he, of narratives <laughs> being spoken about. To yeah. <laughs> what was that book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, 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 that is one book that is, it's easily justifiable to get that out of a sixth graders hands. Right. Correct. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so Ron DeSantis uh, ability to zero in, uh, and take in and take down the left wing narratives that so-called reporters arm themselves with during press conferences has become the stuff of legends in conservative circles. Tuesday was no exception to that rule. Uh, uh, during a presser, uh, DeSantis held alongside Republican leaders from the state legislature to announce comprehensive legal reforms that are more in the um, in, in line with the rest of the country and that will bring more business and jobs to Florida. Uh, First Coast News reporter uh, Ataya Collins, uh, or Atiya, I, I, I'm probably butchering your name, but she's an awful person, so it probably doesn't matter, um, was uh, overheard talking about how it was her job to make the Florida governor uncomfortable by asking tough questions. Now, I'm all for tough questions. I think that that's, it's good to ask tough questions. Yes, that's their but, job. Ask tough questions. Legitimate, good questions. But it'd be nice if they did it for everybody, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so now while Collins was uh, right in, um, in that members of media should not treat uh, elected officials with kid gloves and should indeed ask the tough questions, the problem here is, uh, is that, A, mainstream media is never consistent on this, and uh, as evidenced by... Uh, the many, many times Democrats get softballs from the press, and B, the uncomfortable uh, questions they ask uh, oftentimes sound like woke left-wing talking points in the form of a question. Yep. And option option B is exactly what happened in this particular case. As you can uh, see from, from that clip that we showed you, um, DeSantis was, of course, uh, uh, of course wasn't, wasn't uncomfortable at all. In fact, some could say he nuked the book banning uh, narrative Collins uh, tried to push regarding Florida's guidelines on keeping children's books kid friendly and not pornographic. Absolutely. That's the way it should be. Cause um, I know for, for me, we had, we had health class uh, in uh, I think it was about seventh, uh, the sixth or seventh grade. And they taught us about how things worked from the health perspective. Yeah. And uh, 
You want to lean a little bit there, Neil, if we make sure you get just, heard. Just because y'all was stinking. <laughs> and them bodies was changing and the boys were stinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole reason. And the girls were dealing with a whole other issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, bodies are changing at that point in time, certainly. But I think I think it's a good time to talk about the, the changing uh, of, of your bodies and, and things like that and start learning about those things because you start to get curious about those things as well because, you know, all of a sudden, you know, boys think girls are – uh, pretty and girls think that boys are handsome and stuff like that. All that stuff starts to happen about that age. However, that being said, a book with pornographic uh, imagery and uh, pornographic uh, words in it uh, is not appropriate for that exactly. age group mm-hmm. uh, or, and definitely not younger. Um, and that's all he's, that's all he's trying to, to, to do is to, to help shield them for just a little bit longer before mm-hmm. um, these Horrible people out there try to uh, take the innocence of your children. I remember when I had a Playboy magazine, my mother caught me, boy, beat down. (laughs) (laughs) Took the book, tore it up. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could sneak in at. It was $5.99. Like I said, I know that we all get curious and things like that, you know, especially at that about that age, you're, you're, you are starting to like starting to get curious. We shouldn't um, feed it to them, but you should, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They shouldn't be uh, handed over. Yeah. Well, this is, this is this kind of sex and this is this kind of sex and this is this kind of sex. They don't need all that information. Right. Yeah. No. Once they learn all that, they're going to be trying it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't need to be, having sex at that age. Mm-mm. They should learn more about history and stuff like that. Math. That's what they should be learning. Yeah, well, and and from the health perspective too, because I mean, like yeah, like, the like health, this, yeah, about yeah. cleaning yourself, watching. This. I've been through that. Yeah, yeah, I was in health class, and they were telling me that's how I learned how to clean my nails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, pipe mud. <laughs> 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 it was like, it was like, well, boys, you're gonna get hairy, you know, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> not, not this hairy. Uh. <laughs> I didn't know it was all going to be all that at my chair. Yeah, lose on your head and add it to your stomach. And then they didn't say I was going to lose it afterwards. So it's all going to come in like a rain, like the rain, and then it's all going to go, go away. Go like the wind. Go like the wind. But yeah, if we if we can get uh, if we can get uh, I was going to say because because the uh, because this his answer was so well thought out and put. I mean, and and. And thinking on his feet like that because it was that wasn't even what the press conference was about. Exactly, not even remotely. Right, it, it gives you a sense of um, um, like uh, truthfulness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like this is this is what he really feels. This is what he, genuineness, genuineness, or yeah. however you say that word. But that's how I feel. You know what I mean? And when you have that, you're not tiptoeing boundaries of lies. You know what I mean? You can speak freely if you actually feel that way. You could tell it was the first things that's coming to his mind. He's he's speaking openly, and and I think that's where there's a similarity between between him and Trump. They have that. They both have that. Like being able to. They got the same hand phrases. Oh, that the hand. Yeah, yeah the hand. They love. They that. both do. That's, that's critical. That's critical. <laughs> yeah. You gotta gotta speak with the hands. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you. Tell you. Emphasizes right. Yeah, absolutely. You, you emphasize your words. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and hand gestures are important. Yeah. <laughs> Even some of them letting us know where we are on time. Also. Oh so yeah. Keep those things in mind as we uh, continue on. Hey, if we could just get them on the same page, I'm get saying get them on the same page. Get them on the Trump same DeSantis page. Trump DeSantis 2024. Absolutely. Trump DeSantis. In, in the perfect end, ticket. Perfect it, ticket. It's time to raise our kids to be smart, not woke, 
backwards society. And that's where we're at now. Um, we're letting Beyonce, the Kardashians, and everyone else raise their kids. It's time we as parents take our kids, educate them the way they need to be educated, and not let uh, um, Shaniqua, who is actually Sam, in drag. Hey, uh, educating our children. Is she a TikTok star? I, just, uh, I have no idea. Uh, no, well, definitely don't let Disney Plus raise your kids either. Yes. Um <laughs> Classics, <laughs> yeah, um, so. yeah. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves just doesn't look the same anymore. <clears throat> um, anyhow, let's uh, let's get some closing prayer, Dad, and uh, we'll do some outros. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this evening, Lord. It's been a blessing with these gentlemen around this table, Lord. It it is uh, just good to get into your Word and just to remember the things that you have brought us through, Lord not only in Scripture, but in our own lives. And we need to be praying and singing your praises, Lord, in that same fashion to not only remind us, but to remind you what you have brought us through. And we're grateful for it, Lord. You have brought us through one another show tonight, Lord. 51 in the books, left in the hands of the editor now, Lord. We just uh, thank uh, you for all that you do for us, Lord. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my father, host of More on the More, Gary Moore. Thank you once again. It is great being Where's here. Where's the cheers, Cameron? Man, man. Got to be on it, buddy. <laughs> oh, Sound guy was texting. There we go. Yeah. Oh, he just woke up. <laughs> it's one of them girlfriends he got from Denny's the other night. That's what it is. <laughs> He's going to be running. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Uh, next to him, uh, we had our good special guest and long-time friend. I hope he gets to come back as many times as we can have him. Uh, yes. Uh, it was fun. I <laughs> appreciate you guys having me. It was fun. Uh, really cool uh, little setup you guys got going on. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, this is Neil Covington. And <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> get a little cheer. <laughs> yeah, a little longer and, next time. Um, they know where they can find my dad. Where can they find you at, Neil? On, on, uh, on the I don't got a lot. Of, I got a little YouTube channel. I play video games sometimes. Yeah. Nilly DTV. <laughs> but uh, other than that, just. Like, uh, that's your at? Yeah, at Nilly DTV? Yeah. Other than cool. that, Texas Roadhouse? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's very local. <laughs> yeah, very local. South, Southport, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then across from him, you know him, you love him, the host of Rodriguez Rants, Louis Rodriguez. Thank you for having me. <laughs> he gets the big cheers. <laughs> I That's paid the man. You Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> there goes a stitch on, yeah. on Cam. <laughs> he said Thank one you, less. Sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been your host, Joshua Cummins, reminding you: stay in trouble. We'll see you next week.